This episode of Small State Big Takes is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbooks apps, is officially live in Massachusetts. Don't bet with some out-of-town sportsbook. Bet local from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code SSBT will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 or more on anything. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, player props, and more, with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers who use code SSBT get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place $5 bets on anything. That's code SSBT only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hope is here. Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. Visit GameSenseMA.com. 21 plus, physically present in Massachusetts. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Pre-launch offers. Participants void. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. Welcome back to Small State. A big takes. This is episode 235, I think. Uh, Steve Scott absent again tonight. Uh, Josh. Maybe we'll come. We don't know. It's his first full week as a father. So obviously not expecting anything, but we might get a surprise appearance Um, for the third week in a row. It could just be a two man show and we don't mind. We don't mind. We're here. We're we're ready. We're ready to pump it out. Uh, Gilly, how are we doing tonight? Oh, yeah. Doing good. Doing good. No, we're. I think we're fired up about some some Red Sox baseball, baseball being back in general. I feel like it's a. Uh... It's I'm back in full swing. I am out here caring way too much today about a fucking Brewers um lineup that <laughs> popped off on the Mets. Like that's just like baseball season is here when I'm like live reacting to <laughs> Bryce Durant, the eight Harry nine hitters of the Brewers. Hey, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it feels so that so made good. me happy today. Where I was like, yeah, we're we're so back. It does it's like it a does. two it's so stupid, but I love it. Um, like a two o'clock game on a Monday to get the juices flowing. I know that's all I need. All I need. And again, it kind of stunk actually that both games today were kind of blowouts uh, that were in the afternoon. But you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it over nothing. At least it's, it's just fun to just monitor that throughout the day. Um, obviously, we got March Madness finishing up tonight. Got UConn, San Diego State. By the time this drops, we'll know who the winner is. I'm guessing it'll be UConn. Yeah, UConn's just been destroying everybody in their path um still haven't lost still mad about dan hurley or are you of course yeah opinion has not changed (laughs) um i mean yeah it's cool to see because like one has i don't think it's ever happened where like a your former uri coach wins a national title this would definitely be the first for that right i Uh, think so yeah so that part would be kind of cool. And I know there's a lot of URI, like I know I'm in the minority in the URI fandom when it comes to just still being pissed about it, but I can't help the way I feel, uh, whether it's right or wrong. Um, I will root against him. It's, it's just the way, it's just the, the way my mind works. Um, uh, so, but that being said, uh, I do think that UConn will roll tonight. Yeah, as Ozzy Albies hits a homer. Damn, that sucks. I've got the Cardinals tonight. Um, thanks to Sosa, kind of talked me into it. 
Um, might might be having some words with him later if if this continues. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I do. I do love it. I feel like I trust other people's intuition much more than mine. Like you'll drop a pick <laughs> and I'll be like, "All right, I'm going with it," and then I'm like, "I'm hemming and hawing over this pick that I like fully believe in." But like, ah, I'll just monitor it. That's a soft like, and ah, I'm not going to do it. And then that usually hits. But I'm I'm ready to <laughs> follow someone else's advice rather quickly. Which I don't know, as as the people know, if you're following you, you've done pretty well so far in uh, in baseball season. Yeah, that season's young, trying to take it slow this year. But the uh, the home run calls I've had have been crazy. Like today, I said Jock Peterson was my favorite player. Boom, home run first at bat. Second player I liked was Rafi Devers. Boom, first home run first at bat the other day. Jonathan India went you hard. Um, Adam Duvall. Uh, there was one other one yesterday. I can't remember who now. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun. The night is, uh, the season is young. Long, long way to go. As we know, it is baseball season, but so happy that it's back. The opening day at Fenway with Steve and James was, uh, it was something. It was definitely really cold. Uh, uh, didn't stay the whole game. I usually don't condone leave, leaving early, but um, especially on opening day. However, that shit was so cold, and I was I underestimated Mother Nature. And uh, we have Josh here joining us, it looks like. So before I keep going, we'll, we'll welcome Josh in, connecting to audio. Um, yeah. We we left a little early. We hit the we hit the cask and flag and afterwards for a couple of drinks and uh some some more food while we waited out the Boston traffic and um did have a good time despite the frigid temperatures. It was like the coldest sporting event I've been to and I underprepared. And I've been to like Patriots playoff games and I was more cold in this Red really? Sox. Really? Yeah. One, I was okay. I was obviously better prepared for those playoff games, right? Like Real winter sure. jackets, hand warmers, all that stuff. I wore three layers and a winter hat to the Red Sox game uh, and pants, but I was still just freezing. Like, that was not nearly enough. Yeah, no, that's I know it's tough because your your mind tells you it's baseball season. So you're like, ah, I don't need to like don't need to do the whole hand warmer things like the, the type of shit that you might do for a Patriots yeah. game or even like, I don't know. I'm a, I got. As a former runner slash semi-retired runner, I've got some got some leggings. I've got no shame to throw leggings on under a uh, pair of pants. <laughs> some Sometimes long that... johns, yeah, long johns yeah. would have been nice, something like that. Or uh, yeah. honestly, uh, like a should have just should have brought a blanket or something like that. We didn't have the best True. seats. I thought I had better seats than I did. We were like way up there in right field, uh, so no sun and. Um, oh. No, no sun. And we were catching like it didn't look windy at all. But I assure you, we were getting every every swirl of wind was hitting us right in the face somehow. Um, <laughs> but a good time. Nonetheless, um, Steve was running around, running into people in a fantasy leagues that he's never met before and whatnot. And Josh is back. It's been a while. He's finally figured out how to fix his mic and camera. It's been so long. He forgot how to, but he's back. He's online. And... <laughs> Literally was the problem. Yeah. Usually it's anything out. Yeah. You're getting old. Let's go. I hey, 
You know what? He's got that dad excuse now. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, I got time. I'll catch him in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glad to be back. Yeah, oh. welcome. How's it going? Feels like it's been a minute. Like literally, it has at least like what three three weeks, four this, weeks. This yeah, this would have been the third uh, third duo show. So you're you're interrupting the uh the turkey as the bowlers call it but it is what it is we'll allow it okay sounds good i, I like interrupting because <laughs> the last time i was on here i wanted to talk about lamar jackson's conspiracy i think that that's was right. like a big ticket item true that's like wow. long that was your that's... big teaser that you left left people waiting weeks for <laughs> completely hanging on that one but fatherhood called so yeah i mean we're gonna be hearing deal. that we're gonna be using that excuse a lot i've got a feeling and i mean like i guess we gotta just just kind of let it happen i guess i mean i i did send you proof i mean i had a sleeping baby on me i was like yeah it's gonna be a minute right. could, <laughs> could be a fake baby we don't know we haven't seen it yet this is true you haven't you haven't met her yet it could be all fake news could be <clears throat> jury's still out i don't know not for me So Gilly's frozen. Oh, Gilly is frozen. Yeah, he's been a, a little spotty over there with the internet today, but that's all right. Uh, you, is anything on your mind aside from that? Anything Red Sox, sports, basketball, draft, uh, anything related a, that you need to get off your mind? I have a lot of things on my mind. All right, um, let's let it rip. The one positive to being off work and having a child, um, the Red Sox games have been awesome. Just been able to sit at home and just hold the baby and watch the Red Sox, and they are awesome. Um, the pitching, not so much, but the hitting, man, it's fun to watch. Um, I think the lineup is kind of at full capacity right now, and hopefully, the train keeps rolling because if we can win games nine to eight every time, I'm we're still winning games, right? Um, but you know. If we can fix some of the pitching somehow, I think this team is going to be in it for the long haul. So that's my Red Sox take. And then UConn, uh, I'm, I, I hate to see it, but I also love to see it. I love Coach Hurley being, you know, how it, what he did for us at Rody. You know, people were pissed that he left, but it is so cool that he actually brought a school to a national championship, something that he wanted to do with Rody. Almost got to had an elite eight appearance. Um, uh, well, almost, almost, kind of almost, kind of almost. That team could have went to the national championship very easily. Oregon, um, man, yeah, Oregon, Oregon haunts. Um, you know, but. I don't know. I, I, I love to hate it and I, I hate to love it. You know what I mean? It's a little bit of both on, on the early end. So that was my, that's my take on college basketball. Uh, I was furious that FAU lost. Absolutely furious. Needed them to, to win that in, for no circumstance at all. I just wanted to see a nine seed in the national championship because that's like the most oblong thing you could see. So, but yeah, a couple of takes. There we go. I'll talk about Lamar Jackson some other time because that's going to be a long one. Okay. Ooh, keep them waiting. I like, that I like it. Waiting. I like it. Keep, we we got keep all them coming back. Season. Well, since since that did since you said that, I mean, like 
the whole that was like last week, right? Where he came out and was like, Hey, I requested a trade a month ago and they yeah. haven't granted me a trade yet. So I uh, you were onto something, whatever it was, like there's definitely trouble in quote unquote paradise over there and I mean, I don't know where he's going to go. I sounds like people teams are just waiting to get, do post draft because they don't want to trade any of their draft picks this year to get them. Because you can't go and sign them, but it costs you two first round draft picks right now, where you can trade for them or whatever. The the way that it can happen is really con- confusing to me and whatever. But at the end of the day, it really sounds like if people are in on him, kind of like with Aaron Rodgers, like with the Jets, they don't want to trade any of their picks away this year. So they're just waiting till after the draft to do it. I think Lamar's sounds like Lamar's going same 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 shit's going to happen for Lamar. Now that I'm back, I guess I'll throw my biggest take that slightly crossed my mind about Lamar Jackson, and it's not part of the conspiracy that I had, but it is pretty outlandish. There is a chance that Lamar Jackson gets Colin Kaepernick gets totally blackballed from the league. There is a very slight chance. It is crazy. I, it doesn't make any sense why how like you don't hear that many teams being interested, right? I feel like we've heard yeah. like, oh yeah, it's pretty limited. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, Colin Kaepernick, yes, I know that gets into the political realm a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's really unfortunate, but it's the same style of play. Everybody was worried about injuries with Kaepernick. He was already at a high level, had had been to right, he had been to the Super Bowl was in MVP candidacy and just because of this political stunt, he goes like black. uh, So he's just blackballed, you know, like there's no, there is a chance that we see this with Lamar Jackson, because even a guy like um, Arthur blank who loves guys like that uh, is notorious for going out there and getting those active, you know, style quarterbacks. He's like, I don't know. These quarterbacks just don't last in the league anymore. And it's like coming from the Falcons, who that dude would thrive in Atlanta. Not, I mean, it's a little biased from me, but he would thrive in that that culture, that city, that offense. Um, it's pretty scary that nobody is like, yeah, we want this guy. Yeah, I agree. I think in 90% of the league, unless you have Patrick Mahomes or like Josh Allen or Justin Herbert on your team, like there's only a handful of guys I would take on my team over Lamar Jackson. He's still right. only 24, 25, right? 25, I think. Like, I get, yeah, he's not going to run forever, but he's going to run for another five years. <laughs> like, right. look at what Deshaun Watson just got. I think that, here's my take. I think True. the fact the Browns did all that shit for Deshaun Watson, and now he stinks. Maybe teams are just afraid to fully guarantee a contract again because Lamar wants a fully guaranteed contract. He looks at what Deshaun Watson got for not playing for a year, being an absolute pervert, freak, terrible human being, gets that contract, and he's like, you guys are the Browns traded for and paid to fully get that guy how much fully guaranteed? I'm 10 times the person and two times the player. I have an MVP. I'm younger than him. That's what I want. And he's got a point, but owners don't want to pay him. Yeah, I think the water is bad anyway in the quarterback world in the NFL. 
anyway. It's kind of been the last couple of years we've seen a rotating door of plenty of quarterbacks. I mean, I know Tom Brady isn't a part of that mix, but let's be honest. Football is now becoming a sport that doesn't um, embrace the franchise guy anymore either. It's kind of like basketball. And this is kind of why I lost interest in basketball, because there's no franchise guys anymore. And if football takes that shape, I think football is going to have a tough time. Um, one, uh, selling that to, to fans like, oh, this is my quarterback. Like there's only, I think, two guys in the league that could could stand in that place. And that's Mahomes and Allen. Right. I think they're franchise guys. But every other quarterback I can see moving. I mean, we're even talking Aaron Rodgers going to the goddamn Jets. Yeah, right. The fact. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> that is fact, crazy. If you told us that like Manning, five years ago, I'd be like, no, you're lying. It's yeah, crazy to me. Exactly. I agree. It's blasphemy. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers are ending their career with a team they spent like almost, I, I mean, Tom Brady, what, almost 20 years. Aaron Rodgers, 17, 18 years. Peyton Manning was like 15, 16 years. The fact those guys don't finish their careers with their team. Joe Montana did the same thing, right? So maybe quarterback is a little weird, but I get what you're saying, man. It's like a revolving door. Like these guys aren't even staying on their teams through a first contract anymore. It's like a rookie deal and boom, see you kick you out the door. A little bit is talent at the college level, right? Because, you know, you have guys like Tua who go lights out and then it just doesn't pan out. I mean, there's shit like that that happens all the time. But besides that fact, you still have, you know, like I don't even I couldn't even tell you who the Dolphins quarterback was. I I just can't. I can't tell you before Tua. Here's Um, a big take. Tua shouldn't ever play again. No. And and for his own health, for one. Exactly. That's Um, what I'm saying. But like I said, we're starting to get into the realm where football, you're just throwing names out there. And I don't know if that's good for the sport because football is a, is a game where you definitely need the staples just to sell and, and no. become, yeah. become a, you're right though. I, I totally agree. Cause that's like the NBA as you're alluding to before. That's where you have kids that grow up and they're like, Oh no, I'm not like a, I'm not a Lakers fan or I'm not a, I'm, I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. I'm just going to be a fan of whatever team he's on. So it's like, right. we could see that more and more in football, which is not, not how it is, which is very weird to think of. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Just follow around two of their whole career? Like, oh, yeah. Pick, follow pick around the Mahomes brothers all, all the yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't like that for football. I mean, when I was in high school, I think I kind of joined that first set of, you know, millennials or whatever the hell we are uh, that were player, like player fans. Cause I loved LeBron James, man. I, I, and I, I was so happy when he went to Miami, honestly, because I was my team. And, like, I watched the decision because, like, my team was in on it. And, like, I just loved the player, right? But mm-hmm. football, again, I'm hitting, I'm hitting this, like, over and over again. But it is so different for football. It, it just is not the same concept. Uh, there's 11 guys on the field instead of five, okay? Like, y- you could love one player on a five-man squad in basketball. That's understandable. That guy is the whole team, right? Uh, but on in football, you know, there's a whole bunch of dudes on that squad that you should be able to love and know for a long time. And I don't know. I just don't think that mesh fits. 
baseball is becoming the same way. It's just happening. And it's really just business decisions across the board. Yeah, man. I I don't necessarily disagree with a lot of what you said. Um, yeah. Speaking of really bad contracts, I, I think we have to start talking about Jose Barrios being one of the worst contracts in baseball. Sad. I don't want to talk. Josh is a Barrios guy too. Yeah, I know. How much? Do you remember how much this guy signed for? No, I don't. Give me a guess. Um, I'm gonna say six (laughs) eighty-five. Let's add another year and add fifty million onto that, and that's what the Jose Barrios contract is. Seven years, 130 for Jose Barrios for being last in um, qualified pitchers last year on the ERA. And his first start this year, he let up three runs in the first inning to the Royals. Now, obviously, it's a long baseball season. He can turn it around. Um, I'm not saying he can't, but I mean, that deal is looking really bad. It's early, early in the deal. Um, Oof. I think this is the first year of the deal, too. Um, yeah, is it? But I, I think so. That's what it looks so like. There was an extension off of his yeah, arbitration I, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, Holy I so. moly, that's bad. That's got to be the worst. Yeah. One thing I will say that's good though, at least like the Blue Jays, like kind of not that they've accepted that it might not be the best contract, but like they they've done stuff since, right? They've they've gone out and gotten a, a Kevin Gosman added to the mix. I feel like like ten years ago they'd be like, all right, we yeah. better hope that Barrios becomes our race because we're paying them like it, and at least they're right. like just still churning out, throwing out some money out there. Although I mean, Gosman's the opposite, right? Where it's five years, one hundred and ten, that's looking pretty darn good right now. Yeah, that's gonna I, be a, that's gonna be a, a really good deal at the end. He's he's a beast, um, and like they have Alec Manoa, they went out, and I think overpaid for Chris Bassett, who's solid, really bad first outing, but like. He basically just replaces what Ross Stripling gave you. By the way, Ross Stripling was like their most consistent pitcher last year. Um, at least in terms of like, you know, back end, you knew exactly what he was going to do every time. Um, he wasn't as good as Manoa and Cosman. That, that, that was a, that was a mistake, but he, uh, mm-hmm. he, he was good. Ross Stripling was good last year. Name an NL pitcher that did good going to the AL. Off the top of your mind right now. Without Kevin Gosman, does Pedro count? I guess so, but that was, what, 98, 99? Yeah, and the steroid era. Right, though. I feel like they're, like, crazy exceptions, right? Like With, uh... Bassett. Bassett's a, uh, an NL guy. Well, right? he's an AL He was guy an first. AL guy, I yeah. guess. But he, he went to the NL, had success, and then came back. I don't know. Well, I let's just see, feel like uh, that never pans see out. how DeGrom goes. True. You know, True. great year so far. <laughs> uh, I mean, all his stuff looked good. I will Scherzer, say that. that was... Scherzer just, uh, well, Scherzer went from AL to NL. He just does whatever he wants. Well, no, but he went NL because he started out with the Diamondbacks, though. I guess he didn't yeah, break out, though. Kind of. Yeah, that's true. He did start there, but like, a lot of weird ones. Did he, that are did just, he like, actually start there, though? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. True. True. Um, I mean, Rodon kind of, a, kind of a similar weird situation. He was okay with the White Sox, solid. He broke out with the Giants, and now he's yeah. back in the AL as like a different level of guy. Well, he his last year with the White Sox, he was really good. They yeah, just that's didn't true. Want to resign him? 
Um, Charlie Morton came over to the Astros and was nasty. Where did he come from before that? He's bounced all over the place, right? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I think, right before that. Right? Garrett Cole, it- NL to AL. Turned I out mean, okay. these are just Pittsburgh Pirates mistakes, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. True. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> that's what no, you think. Glass now, glass now, yeah. another one. <laughs> another oh, pirate. He was a pirate, yeah. too. Yep, Holy exactly. Shit. Dude, the list is long. Those guys would win a World Series right now with that. Musgrove. That Although Musgrove wasn't a good but, but still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you had a rotation of their guys that are like in the league still that they could have just kept, they would be so nasty. <laughs> Robbie Ray went from NL to AL and actually got way better. That is true. That's a good pull. That's a good pull. Yeah, he was a what a diamondback, right? Diamondback, yep. But as far as recently goes, like you're not wrong. The transition between leagues for some reason is kind of weird. I don't think it's going to be as drastic now, now that we have a DH in both. But sure. that was always a thing, like Clayton Kershaw throwing the strikeouts. Well, how many times you trick out a pitcher? 35 times throughout the season, you know? So right. take it with a little grain of salt, but it is a, a good point. Kershaw looked phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, Kershaw is surprised. People still think, Kurt, like, I, I don't get the Kershaw's why. Like, yeah, he's not going to he's gonna throw 130, 140 innings, but they're going to be really good innings. True. True. I mean, he's he's an asset in fantasy too. That's and I think part of it too, especially a league like ours, we could just put that guy on the IL. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, his innings are that high quality. It's worth it. So I'm, I'm about it. I'm with you. And uh, shout out to my my little Cincinnati Reds. They are mashing lately. Good good weekend for the Reds. That Weird vibes. Actually, kind of full. I'm not gonna lie. For yeah, they had, they had a decent turnout for the for Cincinnati. They show was... up. It's weird. I I feel like a lot of early season crowds in Cincinnati, like there, that's that's kind of a baseball city. They are not there in June though. No, <laughs> no, they they leave fast. Yeah, they're there for a week and a half, and then Cincinnati's <laughs> like, yep, same old, same old. All right, I'm gonna send a new link, and then we can wrap up, and we got to do the ad read too. That sounds good. Okay, we're back. Sorry, brief intermission. Had to do it. Um, we're going to wrap up here because Celtics and Bruins play. They're they're both really good. I don't care about either of them, but they both exist. And we have Masters Week, so we're going to wrap up with with that talk. Slide it over to Gilly. He's been practicing his ad reads in the mirror, so we're going to Bear with us for the the weekly DraftKings Gilead read, and and then we're gonna get into some some value for uh, for the rest of the week. First off, you're crazy for not at least enjoying the Bruins a little bit. Come on, they're about to break the win record. That's pretty. That's that's insane. Like that's all time Bruins team here. You're gonna watch for the playoffs though, right? Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't love that. I know. I, I yeah. Probably not. I'll probably be watching like the Reds and Pirates or something. <laughs> yeah, just just NL Central. I like it. But as you as you mentioned, um, great little segue here to our partnered um, sports book of this podcast and the House Enterprise Network. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Boston Celtics, is officially live in Massachusetts. 
Don't wet, don't bet with some out of town sports bet sports book. Oh boy, this is off to a rough start here. <laughs> gotta gotta get run it back in the mirror next time. Um, bet local with DraftKings Sportsbook. The sportsbook born and raised right here in Mass. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code SSBT will receive two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. All caps instantly when you bet five dollars or more on anything. DraftKings has the best features, including same game parlays player props, and more, as well as futures. Futures are always fun. I have a future, actually, for tonight. Uh, UConn, plus 2,000 to win the national championship. So that was their DraftKings. So shout out to futures as well. It's a little feature there. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use promo code SSBT to get $200. Again, $200. 100 That would have been nice, right? $200. we are going up the ante here. And bonus bets. Instantly, when you place a $5 bet on anything, code SSBT. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Little disclaimer, hope is here. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. Visit gamesensema.com, 21 plus, physically present in Massachusetts. Eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Pre-launch offer participants void. Terms and details at DraftKings.com slash MA. Promo code SSBT. And there you have it. Beautiful segue. I saw someone today uh, parlay the Celtics and Bruins to, to win the championships. I like that. wonder what the over-under was for Blake Griffin headbutts. <laughs> we gotta, that was we gotta wild, run. dude. <laughs> The Blake Griffin garbage time uh, shows are are funny. I do see them. I don't watch Celtics games, but I do see the uh, the Blake Griffin and the Celtics are up by thirty, either banging threes or just headbutting people. It's pretty funny. He still got it. You I'll know, Blake it. Blake Griffin used to be one of my favorite players. I have a Blake Griffin jersey. I I I'm guilty of falling for the Lob City era, and I'm proud of it. You know what? Because that shit was fucking awesome when Blake Griffin was just jumping over people and throwing balls in the rim. Wasn't even dunking half the time. He would just throw it, went in every time. It was awesome. I, uh, I miss that type of stuff personally. No, that's fair. That's fair. I uh, I think he still can play though. Like I I do appreciate though. I would you rather him just like be on a team where he's just like on a bad team and he's getting minutes and getting shots up like he was with the Pistons. Or I kind of appreciate him like turning into like this vet where it's like he's playing the center. He's like just giving good defensive minutes here and there when they need him. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. It's like a weird maturing of a career like that. Yeah, where... you, you've got to evolve. Like he's not going to be able to play that way forever. So yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying I miss like I'm mad at him for. I'm just saying like that type of like we don't have really that type of just high flying team. That's just like yeah, pick true. and roll lob dunks. It's all just like. And granted, maybe part of that is because Steph Curry is one of the best to ever do it and change the way people play uh, and revolutionize really a three-point shot. Uh, but dunking, to me, more entertaining than three-pointers. It is what it is. Whoa, that's a big take from you, Ollie, as a sniper yourself. Yeah, well. You are a sniper. I didn't say I was entertaining. <laughs> it, trust me, You're if definitely... I if I was able to fly high, I would be flying high all day over sitting in the corner. How would you like to be classified? 
That's what I would like to know. What is your right. game? Because yeah, let's, let's do NBA comps. Let's do our own NBA comps. You're not a four. You're not a stretch me, four. Uh, or are you a nimble three? Uh, give me like Steve Novak. How about that? Ooh, that's a good one. That's good, a pull, good, right? Good yeah, <laughs> can't play defense. Like can't jump. Can't rebound. But you know what? Every once in a while, I bust out a post move, and other than that, just catch and shoot. I like right Hashim now. to beat for me because I don't <laughs> like to play defense at all, but I do get a block occasionally and I can't run down the court. So, you know, so I was big, I was big hype, big hype, but not much out there. <laughs> I you know what? Josh Gentile once called me. Uh, this is before he his career took a really tumultuous uh, drop, but he compared me to Ben Simmons once. And at the time it was a compliment. Now I'm not so sure. <laughs> okay. What about but I would say uh, that or Justice Winslow? Maybe I feel like because right. my shot is just so inconsistent. Tony Michael Allen. Beasley. Michael Beasley. No. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, Although, you know maybe. what? Another good comp would be Peja Peja. You know Peja's son's playing for Pajakovic. Uh, 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 what fucking team does he? Did he commit to West Coast team? Oh my god, that's gonna bug me. I can't fucking remember. Was it Gonzaga? No, it wasn't a team that good. Okay. All right. Can we pause for a second? Where, I'm going to ask the stupidest question. Where the fuck is Gonzaga? Because I, I don't know. Washington. Yeah. Spokane, really? I believe. Yeah, it's a Oh, yeah, I did not. I, I couldn't have guessed that. That's why Do they know, get a lot of Canadian people, though. Do you know where uh, mm. Creighton is? Kansas. Yeah. No. Really? Nope. I thought Kinda it was in close. Kansas the whole time. Kinda no, close. no. Yeah, but Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, that's why I Connor has an interesting beef with Creighton because it's like I think it's a thing out there where they have they call them Jayskers, where it's like they're Creighton Blue Jays basketball fans, but then Huskers football fans, which I do get. Ooh. Like that is kind of like you're that's like being a I don't know I don't know what a good comp is, but like you know what I mean. You're kind of crossing over yeah, to the rival cool. for the better sport for each team. That is a little like a Yankin. A Yankee Bruins fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean just someone from Connecticut? That took yeah, me. That exactly. took a second for me. <laughs> Yankee. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tough to compare up here. It's like, uh, I don't know. I guess Patriots, Patriots and Yankees is a popular one, was, right? Yeah, I was trying to think of something college related, like a. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you were a football fan, PC basketball fan, <laughs> or like Providence, Providence nuts. hockey hockey fan, and. And but is it like as it is it intense as you or I in in Providence? Is it like that level of rivalry? I think I don't think they like each other. I don't think really? they play super often though. Um, okay. I don't think they have like a, a yearly thing. But um, but yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it's just Connor being salt. But for Connor to not even be like from there, and he's like, oh, fucking yeah. Jaspers. That's also something. like Crane's good, and I like that they're in a good conference. But how, why is it the Big East? It's that it, it is dumb. That's makes no sense to me. East. It clearly. almost as far. It's it's almost like like they should be in the Pac-12, right? If they want to be in Power Five school, they should be in the Pac-12. Well, now the Pac-12 is going to be dead. Which is I know, so... but like going back. Yeah, no, time, you're right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's so weird to me. Big East used to be like eight Catholic private schools in the eastern, like northeast, and now now they have Creighton. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird. And UConn and like man, remember when it was like Syracuse and Louisville and not Louisville. Big East football? Yeah, oh, 
Louisville went from Big East and to Penn. American to ACC. Yep, that's so weird. I thought and Big too. East football is like dissolved, though. Yeah, I don't think like UConn doesn't play in Big East. No, they're an American. They're yeah, an they're American. still in the American, right? I don't think Big East football exists. Well, even Marquette is a Big East school. That's a little weird too. I kind of forgot about them. Where's Milwaukee? Marquette? Milwaukee. That's in Wisconsin. And and DePaul. Yeah. You know what? If you look at a map, though, Brayton is not that much further than those teams that are Marquette, DePaul. They're lined up there. Uh, Butler a little bit further to the east. Xavier a little bit further to the east than that. Like they kind of. I guess Creighton's still the first. Xavier's one, Ohio, right? right? Yep. Yep. And then Butler, Indiana. I, I'm still. trying to redeem myself here. Or Gonzaga, not knowing where the fuck that school is. They just don't care about regional stuff. It's just dumb. Even SEC. Like, all right, sorry, Sosa, but why is Missouri in the SEC? (laughs) That doesn't make sense. (laughs) At least Big Ten doesn't, they don't claim to be anything, right? Yeah, like Big Ten and Big 12 are just like, let's get a bunch of big schools. and. (laughs) And hey, I mean, although like Texas and Oklahoma going to SEC is going to be weird. Don't say that to a UCF fan down here. That's Big 12 is a big deal. It is. No, I'm saying it's a big deal, but it's not no, like region Oh, yeah. Yeah, because UCF's going into the Big 12. Really? I, I forgot that. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, dude. They're like oh redoing the stadium. They're going to get fucking destroyed in basketball. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're going into the Big 12. Yes. Oh my God, they're going to get they took Texas's spot. Oh, they go oh, that poor. They they are in. Oh my. I mean, good for them because like long term, it it's better obviously money wise. Oh yeah, money. Right off the rip, man, that team is going to be. They're going to look like Georgetown. Like they're not going to win games for years. Oh, can we That's talk about Cooley? I, I don't think I've talked to you guys about Cooley. Yeah, you haven't been here. What's your uh, Cooley thoughts? And then I want to talk Masters real I, quick. Before we I can't believe people are shitting on this guy, man. I, I can't believe it. Um, only because uh, where is PC going to get you in the long term if you want to advance your career? Where is it going to fucking get you? Nowhere. The school has zero growth in, in, no, in no sports but basketball. You know, um, and Okay, yeah, I guess so. I'll give you that. But how how big is hockey in the scheme of the major sports? Let's be honest, it's like four or five. Okay, yeah, like so it, it's all I'm saying is, is Ed Cooley could easily be a um, you know, top five in the country type coach and even an NBA coach at some point if that's what he wants. He's not going to get that exposure at PC. And you know what? For everything he's done for PC to put them on the map, people should be happy about it. Yet they're shitting on this guy. And I, I just, I disagree with that. I think PC's on the map now. And if they find a, a healthy coach to replace him, they're still going to be on the map. But he needed to do that for him. And it, there's there shouldn't be any backlash at all for what he's brought them. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I think it, I think a lot of PC fans are more upset about the way it happened than it actually happening, if that makes sense. Because it sounds like it was something that was agreed to weeks before the season ended. For, mm-hmm. I mean, depending on what 
how deep you read into it. Yeah, I mean, there it could be a lot more than just basketball reasons that he he's leaving. Like, yeah, I did five, hear some five, of that stuff. Yeah, like five years ago, it, would you say Georgetown versus PC? Like, what's the better job? Most people would say Georgetown nowadays. I think that'd be way more split. But Georgetown definitely has the bigger, uh, you know, historical reputation. You, you like if he, yeah, like if he goes to George. First of all, he did go to Georgetown, but if he's able to bring Georgetown back to relevancy, I, yeah. that goes a long, long way in his mind for his, you know, for his legacy. It's not just taking PC to the next level, which he did. You know, he brought them to numerous, um tournaments never really went on a good tournament run but uh sweet 16 last year solid but never further than that no elite eights um so never really fully lived up to like unreal potential which i think that and that's another reason like what if pc made a final four at some point and pc fans are like all right at least you made a final four it's like maybe they feel like there's unfinished business either way I'm still happy that it happened because it's hilarious to watch. And although Kim English has retained a lot more talent than I thought he would going over there, I still am not convinced that it was the right move for them. He just hasn't proved anything to me personally as a coach. Um, like, yeah, he's cool. He's younger. He can still play basketball. I mean, he's like under 40 still. Kim English is in like his low 30s. I think he's like 33, 34. So obviously he can still go out there and actually hoop, which is cool. That's cool. <laughs> he's beating like, his own players on one on one. Yeah, he's like beating his own guys to stay at Providence. Like, I don't know if that's how Wait, you want to get. That's who they hired. Yeah, Kim English. Oh, I didn't George, know that. Yeah, George Mason. He was actually he's only been a head coach for two years at George Mason, and like honestly, for me, yeah, he he got a good amount of wins this year, but he didn't really get any good wins. He ne- he didn't they didn't do anything in the A ten tournament. They never even threatened to make the NCAA tournament. So. I mean, it's a lot of pressure, a big, big shoes to fill over there for him. I wish I could say I'm wishing him the best because I did like him, but I can't now. I like I want him to fail. It's fucked up to say, like, say that about another person's job, but I fucking hate PC. So it is what it is. Exactly. It it's is a tough. It, that's a tough spot to be in. There's a lot of pressure right away. I don't I don't know if I would have gone with him if I were them. I, I think it's he's he's exciting. He's but like you said, he's a little green for that type of job. Um. It'll be interesting to see how it works out. I'm kind of, I, I feel like you though, where I'm, I wanted to wish him the best, but now I'm like, eh, screw him. And I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's a chance it doesn't go that well, to be honest with you. That's a, that's a big jump up. And he's done well recruiting wise so far. Um, the kind of recover of losing their guys. But, um, but no, I mean, yeah. bringing it back to Cooley though, I, I do agree with a lot of what you said, Josh, in terms of just like, I don't know, PC fans should be a little bit more appreciative than they are. Um, feels like especially when he's from there it's not like certain guys where it's like all right whatever we got we got out of him screw him now that he's going it's like he is he's a providence guy like he kind of i don't know it's it's tough situation part of it leaving home is probably the one argument that pc fans have but i mean we were mad that hurley left but were we mad that it was okay but are you (laughs) mad that it was for uconn no, like, I understood the decision. You know, like, yeah, that's kind but of. But that doesn't I'm mean I have to it. like it. No, don't you know what I, mean? I don't like, like it either. I get. I mean, what I'm rooting doing. for the guy. I'm rooting I'm for the guy next, this not. week. But and that's where I'm with you, Josh. Right? Yeah, where I think. But no, I, I, I get it though. I get it. Being like, you know what, you should have built that here, with Hurley. 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, a kid can dream, right? Is it ever going to happen? No, probably not. Archie will probably do the same thing. But um, until that happens, then I'm going to root for my guy, which right now is Archie, and keep hitting that transfer portal. Got a good transfer uh, the other day from High Point. Got another JUCO grad tra- or JUCO transfer that looks promising in on a bunch of guys. So I'm focused on Archie and building up the uh, what we have here and. A lot of shifting going on in the A10. We've got some, uh, we've got some A10 in transfers so far, which is always interesting to me. Um, we've got some coach shuffling. Mike Rhodes left VCU to go to Penn State, so they had to get a new guy. He might actually be the only one that I can think of that left, but that's significant. Like VCU going through another coaching change, will it matter much? Probably not because it's VCU it hasn't mattered for 15 years. Still be, <laughs> they'll still win 20 games. So, um, St. John's got an upgrade. St. John's huge upgrade. Big East coach shuffling in coach shuffling first. I think that was the first time, by the way, Big East coach left for another Big East school, which is also pretty crazy. So the the PC Georgetown games next year are going to be fucking hilarious and awesome. I know. No, that that will be incredible. I I mean, PC fans are going to be so irate. It's going to yeah. be. Oh, oh, yeah. That's that's going to be a rowdy. I'm still going to call it the dunk. I don't the amp. Amp's actually not a bad name. I'm not going to lie. True. I kind of came around on the amp. It's not the dunk. No, no it's the Amica it. Mutual Pavilion. Yeah. At least oh, it's Amica. I, I like Amica. I'll be honest. We're down company. We're kinda... Listen, no free ads. Come no on free now. ads. But come on. I mean, it's an Amer- it's Rhode Island company. My aunt used to work there. So it, so. it threw me <laughs> off at first, but I will say, like, the AMP is a pretty badass name. I'm not going to lie. That grew on me throughout the year. Sure. It did. You know, it, when you it's kind of a... better than the Ryan Center. The Ryan Center is, like, pretty lame so, name. Yeah, we got to come up with a new name or a nickname yeah. for the Ryan Center. Yeah. I I agree. Um, How about the Ram Pen or something? What would a Ram be in? Just a barn? I don't know. There's the barn. Maybe, maybe we the need barn to work. That <laughs> actually the is barn's not bad. Yeah. Barn's not bad. Um, <laughs> before we wrap up, it is Masters Week. I do want to touch on the Masters just real quick. Um, it's going to be really cool and fun and interesting to see uh, the live verse PGA guys going on. I hope we get some really fun uh fun pairings for Thursday and Friday. Uh even casual golf fans look forward to this week, I know. Uh so Absolutely. um Tiger's playing. Hope for the best for him. I expect him to play pretty well. Um he played pretty well at Riviera out at one of the he and of course he typically doesn't play well at surprisingly even though he loves it. Um he still played pretty well. At Augusta, obviously, he's played well there. He made the cut here last year when he could barely walk. So this year, I expect him to be really prepared. I think he'll be good. I think the best live guy will be DJ, because I still think he's one of the best players ever. And he's not one that is, like, washed up and left. He's like, you guys are paying me how much money? Okay, I'll take it. And just goes out there and still mashes. So I think DJ will play really well. And um, not all the lines are out there yet for our DraftKings uh, folks, but they do have a a boost. There is a Masters boost, so you can add 
I think it's plus 300 again, Gilly, to uh, to any any player there. They kind of set the odds ups for that. Yeah, pl- add plus 300. I mean, it's boring, it's lame, but just tack that on to Scotty Scheffler, get him at plus 1,000. That's probably your best bet there if you want to use that boost. Um, I like Patrick Cantlay a lot. He'll probably be my favorite player to win. But if you want to sprinkle on a long shot, the guy that just won last week, Corey Connors, always plays well here, and I think he's got a little outside chance to uh, play the well Canadian. here again. Yeah, the Canadian, A. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like Hideki Matsuyama. Oh, dude. All right. If... <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Three, uh, the top three guys I want to see win the Masters. Tiger Woods, number one. Fine. Number two, Jason Day. I'm here for the Jason Day uh, redemption tour. <laughs> Is that your Australian accent? Jason Day. Uh, it wasn't at first, but then it turned into it real quick. So that was weird, but it is what it is. Uh, Jason Day, I'm all in on the Jason Day redemption tour. And number three is definitely Hideki. I'm a big Hideki guy. He won it so here good. a couple of years ago, and it was so awesome. Like Japan, shout out to Japan. That country cares about their athletes more than any other country, I think. And I remember when he won the Masters, it was so fucking awesome. The first Japanese-born player to ever win a major, not just the Masters, to ever win a major. So it was awesome. The whole country was on his back. Like, when he when they have the Zozo Championship out there, and he's won that a couple times, the crowds that follow him around are just electric. And I'm a big Hideki guy. Couldn't, like, can't really picture a nicer guy to win than Hideki Matsuyama. So, Josh, I'm glad you said that. I'm all in on Hideki. Yes, sir. Guy. Awesome. I'm here for the support. Love like me it. some, love me some Hideki, and he played pretty well uh, last week as a little tune-up. I think he wanted to touch himself, see if he could get through four rounds. He's been dealing with a neck injury for a while, but he got through four rounds. If it wasn't for a triple bogey on Sunday, he would have been right there to uh, in contention. I I don't know if you saw this. I've, I this is not a not a lean of mine. It's also it's just it's a. I know we love DraftKings here, but it's they're tugging at the heartstrings with another promo that they have right now. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger top twenty profit boost boosted twenty percent to be in the the top twenty. I tell you what, um, I wish they would boost the Tiger to make a cut because that would they've be, done that before. And yeah, I, but I think it's I, I think they would lose too much money this year doing it. I think I saw right now Tiger's minus 200. So, you know, you have to put down $20 to win 10 or put down 200 to win 100. Mm-hmm. Not exactly the uh, smartest bet in the world in golf, but if that was boosted to like plus 100 or something, win 10, you know, risk 10, win 10, that would be my favorite bet by far. But minus 200, man, the value is just not there, unfortunately. Yeah, so top twenty is plus two ten with the bonus or the boost. It's plus two fifty two, which okay. is kind of—I mean, a little sprinkle. I, mean, I might like, do that just for the vibe. Yeah, when you look at the other guys, like I like Patrick Cantlay a lot, but I think he's like minus one thirty for a top twenty. Don't really love the value there, but I think it's hitting. Uh, but I mean, Tiger Woods, come on, dude. Come the guy on. that won the players, Scotty. This year, yeah, yeah, Scotty won this year. Because of course he did. I saw Ricky Fowler. He didn't play bad. Yeah, he's not in the Masters this year, unfortunately. Oh, he's not? No, he's uh, not qualified. Oh. Not playing enough? 
Uh, he just wasn't playing well enough over the past calendar year. I forgot what the exact qualifications are. I think you need to be in a certain rank in the official world golf rankings, and he's been bad for a while. So he needed to win last week to get in, and he didn't win. Um, but he still played pretty well. And he's been playing really well for a few months now, but uh, for not not long enough. Unfortunately, no Ricky Love, even though uh, I'm in on those. The, the Ricky the Ricky Fowler and the Jason Day comeback stories, I'm I'm all in on. Any elderly people that you would pick for a, a top thirty or top forty or something like that? Are we we riding uh, with couples? Uh, VJ Sang? Patrick Harrington. I don't know if Patrick's playing, but he's but. Patrick, sneakily, I'll be playing him in the open when he's in there. Okay. Uh, sneakily, dude, that guy still that guy that guy still rips it. He does his ball speed like he he can hit like one eighty ball speed, which is insane. That's like DJ level. So he's still ripping it. Um, older guys, older top forty guys. The only one I would really consider, I think, is uh, Kevin Na. Believe it or not. For some okay. reason, that guy has, believe it or not, yeah, for some reason that dude has three straight top fifteens at the Masters. I don't, I don't know why, I don't know how, but like he does. Like Charles Schwartzer, maybe Molinari because I like him, the Italian Stallion. Maybe he can uh, pull one through for the for the boys. But like Bernhard Longer, nope. Of course, is way too long for him. Mike Weir, nope. Fred Couples would be cool. He usually plays like a like a good nine holes to, to get your hopes up, but. Nope. I think this is Freddie Couples' last one, too, actually, if I'm not mistaken. But, like, Olazabal, no way. Larry Mize, no way. That dude's 80 years old. Although, <laughs> I don't know. He's plus 900 for top 40. I don't know if you remember Larry that. Mize. I'm pretty sure it was last year Larry Mize beat Bryson. Oh, really? Which was funny. Larry Mize played, like, okay last year. I think he missed the, he missed the cut. Uh, but he beat Bryson, which is hilarious because <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this a few years ago, but Bryson came out and was like, yeah, Augusta, that course, I'm playing that course to par 67. And he came out there and, like, missed a cut three years in a row. I was like, dude, <laughs> you're such a phony. He's, he's so annoying. Shout out Max Homa. That's all i got to say. I do have Max Homa ticket. Yeah. I do. I do. I put that in a little while ago. Uh, like, a couple months ago. There's an entire tag on DraftKings actually for Tiger at Augusta. All these Tiger specials. Oh yeah, they're gonna milk that as much as they can. Tiger Woods any bogey free round plus seven hundred for yes. Uh, on I would, the uh, prize feels... the prize picks app. Tiger Woods is listed at three birdies in his first round. I said if that doesn't hit, I'm gonna post feet picks. <laughs> I tell you what, there's no way in hell Tiger Woods is getting less than three birdies at Augusta. Especially if he's playing in the morning, which I I reckon they're going to put him in the morning wave on Thursday and the afternoon wave on Friday so he can, uh, you know, get all the rest up he needs. Yeah. Some of, these conspiracy. Total, some of these are total traps, though. Tiger Woods hole in one on hole four, hole six, <laughs> hole 12, hole 16. Here's a plus 5,000. Not as crazy as you think. Tiger Woods to break the course record. That feels. <laughs> I feel like it should be more than plus five thousand. Yeah, all. probably. <laughs> probably should. Love it though. Pump for the Masters. All right, so Josh rooting for Hideki and Homa Gilly. Who are you rooting for? You know, I I'm lame, and I think I'm gonna go with Willie Z. 
Will Zalatoris. I, like I just going to say Zalatoris is actually a good one too. He, he's, he's not going to. He's going to look silly on the putting green. For you, he will. He will. But you know, he he puts. I'm convinced he still he just still puts like that just to say like you know what, I got you guys. I'm one of the boys. My putting stroke sucks ass. But what people don't realize is he's like a top thirty putter this year, according to strokes gained putting. So I just hope he's healthy. Yeah, you know, he he True. didn't didn't play for months. But he said he's been just kind of resting up, tuning up for this. So you would think that this is it. He's going to give it his all today or this week. So I'm in on Willie Z. I don't have the best value right. on him, but I, 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 I'm in. I like I've always liked him. I like, since, it. I like uh, it. His first time out here, I I won a master's pool because I asked my brother um, who I should take in like this in the sixth slot, because it's like they usually do master's pools by groups, like pick one guy from group A, B, C, D, whatever. Mm. And he's like, take Will's Al Torres, and he's solo second in his first uh, master's, which was really cool. Ever since then, I've been a fan. I like it. I like. It. I feel like he's replaced Tommy Fleetwood for me. Fleetwood used to be the guy I would just randomly like root for in all these big <laughs> tournaments and never paid out on any of my bets. But yeah, he stinks. You know, uh, you know, Tommy Fleetwood married up 20 years. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood is married to his manager who's 51 and he's 32. <laughs> Holy moly. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you love what you love, but man, that was uh, that's something. That is something. <laughs> oh my God. That's right. crazy. <laughs> You guys got any closing takes to follow that up? Nothing can top that, at least yeah. not on my end. Josh, feel free. <laughs> no, I think I'm good with that as well. All right. Uh, enjoy the night, boys. The The basketball game is finally about to start because it starts at 930 Eastern time. That's blasphemous, but that's a topic for another day. Uh, go Red Sox. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the Masters. Josh, uh, have some good sleeps this week if you can nope sure um, won't. <laughs> best of luck <laughs> over there and uh we will talk to you all next week peace out